as you go deeper within you or closer as you, you see these functions play out. You see how um, somehow th th this experience, the, which is a part of your five senses, it takes you out of yourself because yourself, you as aware being, only exists in the now. But the now is not the now, which is a fraction in time. It is not a fraction in time. It's not a fraction of this present moment. Your awareness, yourself, yourself, you are beyond time and beyond space even. So your existence is beyond time and space. And yet you have shrinked yourself in such a narrow way that you came to function in a linear reality. So the topic, topic of today is it's about awareness. Awareness is your nature. We will explore and bring more into our um, conscious being and the, the the essence of yourself so that we can recognize more of that. And we will also inquire into that which takes you out of yourself, that distracts you away from yourself, that takes you out of the present moment, that pulls you in the life stream, that pulls you in the, in the, in the stream of energies, thoughts, emotions, imaginations, projections, the future and worries of the past. It's a very big topic. And of course, now the it requires a certain openness. It requires um, you not to listen to me from your mind. Or not to try to understand me as, uh, as literal, and, but rather to have an open heart, open mind, and it's just simply allowing these words, if they resonate with you, to be um, digested deeper. It's also nothing to believe in what I am saying. 
because what is more important is for you to have an opportunity to experience directly yourself rather than what I am saying. So um, we can start by illuminating a bit, a big chunk of uh, um, what obstructs our awareness, of which everyone is very clear about, <laughs> which are experiences, experiences of our life. And I'm sure everyone agrees that experiences come and go. So experiences in your childhood came along and disappeared in any age, in any time, in any day even. Experiences, they come and go. That's the actuality. That's, that's the actuality of the present now. Experiences are constantly changing. Something remains. Something remains. What is it that remains from our experiences, especially of the past? Yeah, there is a, a certain memory. A certain memory remains. And that memory is not just an image, but that image is also interwound with mind and emotions and energies. So that image and memory of the past, you know, creates a certain feeling, a certain feeling that, you know, maybe you remember something of your childhood, whether good or whether bad. There's a certain feeling you remember, isn't it? That certain feeling is connected with thoughts, with the image itself, it has an imprint, depending how deep that experience was. Thus, if we remove the memory, there, there's, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing to it, just memory. It's just memory. So we tend to hold the memory, yeah? we tend to hold well, both good and bad memories, we tend to hold that. Of course, some good memories give us a nice feeling. Sometimes even we wish we were there and not here. Sometimes we wish we were somewhere else because there's a nice feeling about that particular time or that particular phase in your life or that particular relationship you had you know but it's because of memory mm -hmm. there's a memory to it and when it's uh, on the opposite side when that memory is not so nice it creates a certain impact a certain effect in your psychology in your emotions and in the way you perceive reality. It shifts, your perception shifts, it changes, it becomes twisted, 
let's say, even distorted. And most of the time, that memory of the past, which is not so nice, and we, you know, we, we have pushed it so well deep that um, we live our lives and not really connected or even aware of certain um, traumas or unpleasant experiences of the past. So thus it's pushed in like a deep cave of the unconscious mind. And it's, it can be pushed whether consciously or not. Sometimes as a child growing up, um, it's too challenging to bear a certain situation. And like the, the self-mechanism of self-preservation just like digs it so deep, you won't even realize that you don't have any um, connection with a certain memory. It's embedded so deep, you have no access to it. Thus, it functions from your unconsciousness. And that we can say you have no idea it's functioning through you. You have no idea, even the words, how you speak, how you think, how you act. No clue that you are functioning from an unconscious state. It's one. Then there is another way where you can be aware there is a certain connection with certain traumas, memories, imprints on you that they play out and you have no control. They play out and you have no control. For example, when you burst out with irritation and anger and you lose yourself, it's like, where did that come from? It's only after you might awaken to, to it, maybe later. But that's also fine and okay because um, the more you get to know yourself, the more that you get to realize you as awareness, all these functions, all these memories, all these imprints, they start in a way reshuffling, you know, in, in a way they start readjusting. Like everything kind of finds its own um, reshuffling, its own dismantling. It happens naturally as soon as you start shifting your focus from the experiences of memory of past into your aware being, let's put it like this. And whatever, whatever is appearing in memory, in imprints, in conditions of experiences, then this existence has a very high intelligence of restructuring and dismantling that which actually is not quite serving your highest self, which is your awareness, and thus just by becoming more and more conscious, aware, these, this, this stuff, this memory, this 
conditioning they start to dismantle. So uh, experiences, experiences from past also most of the time we are the ones that we carry that memory of the past and we project it into the future according to what you've been through according to the memory unconscious subconscious conscious you bring it and project it into your future and there is where you use maybe imaginations yes imaginations expectations of yourself and where do you put the expectations you put it into experience you imagine it and project it into another image another scenario, another life experience according to the memory of the past. So we call this linear reality. And this is a linear reality and present moment. Your awareness, yourself, yourself, you are beyond time and beyond space even. So your existence is beyond time and space. And yet you have shrinked yourself in such a narrow way that you came to function in a linear reality from experiences of the past have made an impact embedded and ingrained in you. Of course, we would not go into all the detail of that. Yeah, we're looking at the whole big picture here and seeing how this projection into the future of how we can better ourselves, how we, be, how we can become you know, more perfect in what we do, how we can feel better than what we are right now. And with that projection is always created a certain expectation upon yourself. And that, that creates a trap. That is a trap. We've been living in a trap since we were born. And the only way to become free of that trap is to know who you really are. Is to know that you are the aware being itself. Because once you, you know, give this opportunity to yourself, Wiring to that which is unmoving, to know the essence of you, which is untouched by any experience, by any experience, by any memory, 
by any projection, by any expectation. Your essence is untouched by that. That is why it's so important for all of us to awaken to that deeper truth. Because we live in a world which is a whole trap within itself. The function of duality is a trap within itself. And until you continue functioning from a dualistic point of view, you are bound to continue suffering. So awakening to that which is prior to experience is what will set you free. And you don't have to worry about all the manipulation, all the conditionings, all of, of, of the imprints and all of all of the distortions that you might perceive as yourself or in the world, all of that will be taken care of by yourself, by your true self, by your essence, by your nature. It's all taken care of. So, Okay, I can understand as well that maybe even here, you know, in this group, maybe not everyone is yet able to grasp what maybe I am talking about, but we don't have to understand because whom you are is way beyond the mind. So don't try to figure it out, but rather, rather just be open because every gap of silence within you, these so-called words will touch your deepest self. And these words are like pointers pointing to the right direction within you. And this form of meeting is a meeting in truth. So do not take anything literal when you step out there in the world. It is so-called an internal self-inquiry so to speak, because there is not even inside or outside, it is one, so to speak, it is a, take it on as an internal investigation to question even what is really real, what is the deepest truth, Because many times we carry our suffering, 
We carry it because we believe in it. We believe that maybe on some level, I'm not really capable of managing my state of being. Maybe not, you know, fear, fearful, fearful of some future, what's going to happen. Insecurities, anxieties. So question, question what you believe in. Question what you're standing for. Because many times we take it for granted. What we believe in. even if it's not serving us. Somehow, you know, it, because of its repetition, because of its daily repeating in the head, that it creates itself to be this realistic identity. So do question yourself sometimes inquire and investigate even to that which you believe you'll be surprised so coming back to uh, that which you are not you can always be clear because many times people would tell me, how would you know what is real and what is not? Like, how can you know that? And one good tip I can share with you is that whatever comes and goes, it's not you. It's not who you really are. It's not your, your essence of being. And uh, to make it very clear, I am not saying that whatever comes and goes to negate it in any way. It's more like the opposite of that. It's to fully embrace totality of everything and nothing with a difference 
with clarity of knowing who you are. That makes a whole lot of difference. Having the clarity of knowing who you are will bring you ease, relaxation, everything. Everything is within your essence already. And how, how can we tap more into who we are? First, we have to recognize that experiences that come and go is not myself. It's ever-changing. It's not myself. It's like fishing out the entanglements. And I also would like to actually mention, because there can also be a bit of confusion here, that sometimes people might think that to be aware is to be absolutely detached from everything. It is not the case. It only happens like this as a pro process of self-investigation. You have to fish out that which is wrapped up and confused with yourself. So at first, yes, you have to recognize everything which you are not so that your true being is very clear to you. There's no doubt who you are. So that's a process. It doesn't stay like that. That's just a process that happens in a meeting, in a satsang, in your practice. But when you become clear of who you are, then another, in a way, phase or process begins where you start stepping back into life. Because once you know who you are, it doesn't matter. It, nothing matters whether the experience is actually this or, or like that. It doesn't matter because you know yourself and you're embracing this diversity of life experience and you're fully with it. It's all inclusive. It's not separate. It is all inclusive. But on your way towards that recognition and realization, I can't tell you that. Yeah, you, you understand that there is a process. You fish out what you are not 
so that your true self, your aware being is fully exposed, fully here, fully recognized. And then you start coming back into life, coming back into it fully, fully, totally, totally. Because experiences, um, you know, they are the, the manifestation, isn't it? It's a manifested um, reality. Your essence is unmanifested. It's, it's your eternal self, your eternal peace, happiness, like the pure happiness, the pure peace. These are all the qualities that reside. They are a part of, of your aware being. So then life is all embraced, you know, life is all um, accepted, accepted in any way it manifests, in any way it manifests, you are the open being ever allowing life to happen, because actually Life happens, right? Life happens. And after that, when, it's, when it, it happens in the instance of the happening of life, we judge it. We judge the present moment. We judge every experience, whether we like it or not like it. Yeah? If we like it, we, we want to keep it. If we don't like it, we resist it. But from the highest level of your aware being, then there is no judgment to life and experience. Beautiful, isn't it? That's how free you actually are to be so open, embracing all of how life presents itself to you. When that is the freedom, that is residing within you, that is the opportunity you always have. That is the opportunity we always Otherwise, the, the result of identifying with life experiences, and not just identifying, but liking or disliking, pushing away or wanting to keep, in all of this, we all know what we create with that. We create suffering. So this is quite a, quite an 
and it's an interesting uh, um, time we are living because uh, you know we are born on such a chaotic planet such a mess uh, so much unconsciousness and and so much manipulation of so many different kinds it's very very big it's like a, a miracle <laughs> to even awaken to some higher state of our consciousness <laughs> oh that's uh, yeah, we can see this as a very unique experience we are experiencing and being in the midst of all of this and really awakening to your true self when everything around is not so supportive. That's saying, that's saying something within you which is very powerful yeah, because the great the great thing of all is, is that although so much is against our you know, true trueness and essence of our being so, so much manipulation and you know, conditionings and which were all pre-meditated, so to speak, upon us. Awareness, our aware being is actually untouched by all of it. So it can be trapped. It can be trapped, and this is what we see in the world. People, they're all they're themselves. Everyone is in themselves. Their awareness, it, 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 it shines to everyone, because everyone is that. But yet, you know, so many people, they, they can't see that. It's, it's overlooked big time. And so that awareness is in a way trapped, so to speak, from that person perspective. But once you open yourself, you come to see that your true being is, is untouched. No, no trauma. No karma, no limitations, no stories, no past, no present, no future. It's eternally now, alive, awake. <laughs>